Welcome. Hello, everybody. This is Harriet Westmore with the Women in Public Safety podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss the challenges, the triumphs, the stressors of what uh, we women who work in the public safety field are going through. And that could be uh, law enforcement, which is police, uh, parole, probation, corrections, um, medic firefighters and you know even even you know social workers anybody who works in the public field and work you know for the public is uh considered a women in public safety i want to welcome you to episode number two i'm excited to see where this podcast is going and this is called connecting and providing a support system for women in public safety You know, as I described in the introduction last week, you know, we as women who work in public safety professions, we face a wide array of challenges and it's no it's no secret that we have to work harder than our often we have to work harder than our male counterparts in order to prove ourselves. And in the process, you know, a lot of us may face sexism, racism on the job. And, you know, dealing with that, you know, it could lead to isolation and discouragement. And then to the point that some, you know, some women may just, you know, just end their career and just walk away from it because it's just too much. Which is why I wanted to talk about briefly about the importance of developing a positive network. Okay. Um, some people I've asked a few people who is who are in my Facebook private group, which I will explain later at the end of the show. Of how do they, um, how do they handle, or who do they go to when they need to uh, talk about a job related issue or just want just want to vent? Some have said they've um, created a colleague, you know, some real trusted colleagues that they've worked with for many years. Other have stated that they go to um, family members that they can, you know, trust and uh, invent to, you know, people that's outside of the department or agency. Either way, you know, whatever, however, However it works for you, it is important to create a uh, village of supportive network of women. Um, And that could be, you know, you can create a mentorship program within your agency or department, especially for those women who have been on the job for years and want to, you know, kind of seek out the new recruits, the rookies, so to speak, kind of seek them out and just make sure that they're okay and that they know that they are supportive. You can share um, your experiences with them um, and kind of advise them and mentor them to, you know, be the best that they can be. Um, that's for the newer women who are coming in, in in these type of careers. On the other hand, let's talk about how the department or the agency can you know, can help. Number one is to have a, a opportunity to provide reputable resources f- 
for women who may be dealing with a lot of these issues, especially for the racism and, and the sexism. You know, there's no more days of, you know, not responding and just letting it, you know, ride whatever that's, you know, a, a woman may be going through uh, facing uh, sexism or some sort of dim, uh, discrimination um, and the department is not doing anything. Um, those days are, are, you know, they have to, they have to change Th- that type of reaction of is as in no reaction that has to change. Something has to be done with addressing these issues because I mean, it, whether we, you know, want to admit it or not, they are happening. Um, and to be honest, a lot of the, you know, ones who are doing the, the, the racism or, or the, the discrimination or the sexism are probably department heads, supervisors, uh, commanding officers, or other, or your um, other fellow officers, and if the department doesn't address it, it's like they're condoning it, and you know, just wanting to go along with it and not do anything about it. And but that has to stop. It has. It you know, these departments, it's their responsibilities as employers to um, make sure that their staff are safe. And and have the uh, right to, you know, go through the proper channels to address these um, these issues. Sweeping it under the rug is rug is just not going to, you know, it's not going to work. And it creates a hostile environment for those who are being um, who are being um, bullied or harassed. So. Again, it's about creating a positive support system among women um, and to be able to uh, take the their issues and, and concerns um, directly to HR and have an HR or the department heads to address those issues. Another way, um, which we have, you know, I just already mentioned about establishing a, a mentorship for those who are coming in, who are you know veteran um, officers to come in and kind of nurture and mentor the younger, um, newer officers that are coming in, but uh, establish an affinity group. And that could be outside of the department. Um, this is what I decided to do. Um, and that's create a private Facebook group and to connect with women, you know, all around, you know, the country and, and some in global who are in uh, public safety professions to come together and kind of for us to kind of connect and, you know, hear each other's stories and challenges and um, to provide each other uh, a network of support of women. So, you know, I think it's important that we as women kind of uh, uh, become a, a one of a nucleus of of, uh, of support. And I'm going to keep saying support because that's exactly what this is all about. It's about networking and support, providing uh, a safe place for us to, 
to be there for each other because we all have our, you know, challenges on, on the job, you know, um, from being a patrolman to being a, a, a excuse me, a um, police uh, a corrections officer to being a um, paramedic to being a firefighter for, to working in um, probation and parole. That's what I do. I work in, I'm, I'm a parole officer and, you know, our, our challenges are just as, you know, can be uh, just as bad as anyone else in the profession. And no one, none of us, you know, we have our unique challenges, but I think once we come together and kind of connect and you can meet someone who's dealing with the same issues that you are, it, it makes it a little bit easier for us to do our job and to provide, you know, that uh, support. Another thing um, is to know how to promote that work-life balance. Um, and that's, again, it goes back to the agency and the department and the department should promote a healthy work-life balance um, for particularly for women in public safety to maintain their profession, personal and professional commitments. Um, this might not be uh, conducive to some of the uh, professions, but providing some kind of flexibility schedule um, can be a way of uh, balancing uh, the work and home life. Um Again, you know, being a patrolman, that might not work. Um, being a corrections officer, because you have to be uh, at the job in order to perform the job. I know as a parole officer, um, since COVID, we are now able to at least have 16 hours of week of work time that can be done at, at home and that's usually because you know you can do your paperwork and everything at home so we're still connected to um, our offices and everything but we're able to complete our our uh, notes and other paperwork that's needed as a parole officer we can do that from home the other days um, we are definitely out in the field and in the community but that, that's one of the flexibilities that, you know, that we're allowed to have for now. Um, I'm not saying that that's going to, you know, be like this from here on out. Um, they might, you know, go ahead and take that away. And we everybody will have to be back in the office and working. Um, but, I mean, right now, it, it, it's a great way for us to kind of um, break up the monotony of working at the office you know, and you can work from home or work in the community. You know, it doesn't have to be at the home. It could be at a library or something. And this is, again, this is all from, you know, completing our paperwork. So, you know, I think providing um, a safety net for us as women um, who work in uh, these professions is very important. And I, again, it, it's important for our departments and our agency to recognize the importance of finding a uh, balanced way for us to, to thrive and be 
uh, the best that we can be in our professions. Um, again, having a um, open door policy, and which means that if you can go to your supervisor, if you're having issues, um, internal issues with a, you know, with the department itself, um, and having an open door policy going to your superior, your supervisor, you, your commanding officers. Um, and be able to really sit down and feel like you're being heard is is very important. Instead of uh, you know being dismissed and and you know as most unfortunately you know a lot of men might think oh you know we're just you know as women we are over emotional and we're taking things out of context and you know or or PMSing you know I, I hate that but. Um, that involves uh, for the department and agency, you know, training. They, you know, need proper training on how to handle uh, their staff um, and their concerns in a professional way. And uh, I think, but in the meantime, you know, while we're, you know, wanting, you know, requesting that on the outside, still form your own little um, network, supportive network. And I I think that could be a start um, by within, you know, if you have other women colleagues in your department that feels the same way, then provide that supportive network outside the department where you guys can get together um, either virtually or if you're in the same city or town or whatever, um, just meet up once a month or twice a month or whatever, and just kind of talk and vent and each other offer each other's advice and encouragement. And that'll at least, you know, make us feel as women that we're not alone, that we're not dealing with this by ourselves and that we can um, actually have someone to go to who understands. So that's just, uh, that's something I wanted to come and share with you. And I I hope, you know, this can give you a little bit of encouragement to know that you're not alone. I think we all, as women, we all have that same uh, challenges that we have to, that we're going through. And which is why I just wanted to, uh, create a podcast to address these type of uh, challenges and issues that we face every day. Um, As far as the Facebook group, I've created a Facebook group called Women in Public Safety, uh, Stress Management and Self-Care. I very much encourage you, invite you to look up the Facebook group online and um, become a member. Um, It's three easy membership questions. And once you answer that, you'll be approved and um, be a part of the the community. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised and excited that the community has is growing. It is very, it's growing really fast. And I, I'm just so excited about that because it's my plan to uh, bring on different um, experts and guests that could talk to us 
about um, specific things that we can do to take care of ourselves and our stressors and, and challenges um, as women in um, public safety. So those uh, stay tuned for upcoming episodes where I'll be actually having um, uh, some live um, experts and guests who can provide us some kind of advice or some tips on, you know, continuing to take care of ourselves in a healthy and balanced way. So if you have any um, feedback, uh, I would like you to please subscribe to this uh, podcast and share with other um, colleagues and women who are in the same position that you are, or if you know someone that could probably benefit from the podcast and from the Facebook group, please share this uh, information. Again, the Facebook group is called Women in Public Safety, Self-Care and Stress Management Group. So um, please join. And also uh, email if you email me if you have any questions or concerns or is it there's a particular topic that you would like me to uh, touch on. Um, you can email me at contact more. That's M-O-O-R-E, the number two, discover, all one word, dot com. And that's more, M-O-O-R-E, the number two, discover, dot com. Also, I failed to mention, um, in addition to me being a parole officer, I am a certified life coach. And this is my um, actual uh, niche of where I wanted to work with um, women who work in public safety. So if you want to do a one-on-one session with me, um, I, I offer a uh, initial um, introduction uh, consultation. Um, you can go on the website, which will, all of this would be on the show notes, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, free consultation, 15 minutes, just so we can talk and see if, you know, if there's something I can do to support you. And if, you know, you would like to move on further, um, you can go on the website at more, again, M-O-O-R-E, the number two, discover.com. And um, you can book a uh, virtual session with me. Okay. So this is not an in-person, it will be virtual. So, because I wanted to kind of reach beyond, um, my uh, my particular area. I wanted to kind of reach as you know as many women as I can to help and provide the support. All right, so thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you. And again, please follow and hit subscribe to the uh, podcast. You guys take care of yourself and be safe. Bye. <music>